0: Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. Hopper here to talk about selling limits. Now this episode is mostly going to be about a little eBay story, since I just listed the most expensive item in almost 30 years on eBay. And my account uh, kind of blew up a bit. So it got me thinking about selling limits Because I was thinking about, well, what if it sells? What about the insurance, storage, shipping, fees, etc. There's a lot of things to talk about, mostly eBay, but I wanted to go over all the platforms that I think are the main players as far as video games goes. So what are selling limits? Selling limits are basically limits on your accounts online with various platforms basically caps on the amount or dollar amount the highest dollar amount you can list something for obviously if you put something up um, it can go below that no problem so today we're going to try to focus on basically um heritage comic comic connect social media paypal ebay amazon walmart and mercury I know there's other platforms out there but I wanted to focus on these because I think these are the ones that most people are buying video games at and if you're buying someday you're gonna have to sell and if you're gonna sell and exit your position as an investor it might make sense to plan ahead because if you choose a platform like let's say Amazon Walmart eBay Mercury you're going to have selling limits, and if you buy, let's say, a hundred thousand dollar Mario and try to flip it for two hundred thousand or five hundred thousand or a million dollars, you're going to run into tremendous difficulty with storage, insurance, shipping, commissions, fees, um, postage. Um, you know, storage insurance. Um, there's all kinds of issues that I'm not going to go over in this episode because that's going to be for a later episode that I'm thinking about calling super high-end, and that's stuff like $50,000 and more. And the reason I'm talking about $50,000 as a possible selling limit tier is that USPS, FedEx, and UPS, from what I understand outside of jewelry, coins, bullion, and very specialized products for general products such as video games, from my research as of late October 2020, I do believe the limit on insurance when you ship something personally through the, the mail, FedEx, or UPS is $50,000. And uh, if you're talking a dollar, you know, every hundred, that's uh, $500. You're going to have to fact, 500 to 1,000. The post office charges more than a dollar. So, um, if you're going to spend $500,000 to 1000 to insure one shipment that's, let's say, a twenty-five to $50,000 game, you might want to look into collectinsure.com or maybe uh, uh, a homeowner's insurance policy if you own your home, a renter's insurance policy, some sort of policy, maybe a business inventory policy that can cover your shipments for less than what you're going to be paying USPS, UPS, and FedEx to ship each package and insure it individually um i personally full disclosure have a dealer policy with collect insure and from what i understand it covers all shipments so uh, let's say i think 400 and up requires signature so all you got to do is get the signature Order the signature confirmation or uh, service, and uh, you're covered worldwide. And I was shocked on that. I don't know if that's every kind of inventory, but definitely video games. Um, That's a way to go because that policy up to forty grand might run you. You know, up to fifty grand might run you five hundred to thousand dollars, depending on your zip code, type of business, type of building, where you store your stuff, how far off the ground, if you're in a flood zone, etc. There's a lot of factors for insurance, but this isn't an insurance episode. I'm just talking about limits. 40 to 50 grand seems to be the sweet spot for let's say mid high high end. And we're going to call high end 10 to 50, mid high end 25 to 50, and then super high end 50 and above. I just listed a half million dollar Mario game and it kind of blew up my selling limits on eBay and thank God I looked at them. Uh, right before I listed the game, because we're going to go into that when we get to eBay later in this episode. So let's start off at the top. Um, We all know that Heritage Auctions probably doesn't have any selling limits. Uh, At least on video games, we know that pieces have sold over $100,000. As far as outgoing shipments from Heritage, uh, we assume they're fully insured. We assume the vault is fully insured. We assume that we can send in pieces for any amount. So we can assume there's no selling limits at heritage auctions. Um, If you pay by bank transfer, then you're going to have to call your bank and ask them about limits on a per bank transfer. But I guess you could call heritage and make multiple bank transfers if you're trying to pay for a million dollar piece or something. I'm not familiar with banking, Um, I used to work at four banks as a teller way back in the day I never did transactions over you know daily transactions never went over five or 10 grand Um, we had maybe 250 grand in cash in the entire branch. You know, Bank of America, Pacific Security, Pacific Mid-State Bank. I worked at four banks and the whole darn bank didn't really have more than $250,000 in cash. So listing this half million dollar Mario, we're talking about high end selling limits are going to be in play. Bank transfer limits. So. Um, The other way is credit card, and you can bet that you're not going to get a credit card unless you're a multimillionaire, high net worth individual that has a black card and can do an unlimited transaction. So black cards supposedly have no limits. That would be, uh, I think, quote unquote, the black card, the American Express black card. There might be some other black cards out there. I've never had one, so I can't speak for those, but I do understand you can go buy a Ferrari or a 250000 or $500,000 Mario game. The question is, will eBay accept that transaction? I don't know. I will assume Heritage will. So bank transfer, black card, uh, let's assume Heritage is going to be the top-line selling limit. Then we've got uh, Comic Link and uh, Comic Connect. Let me get a drink. We can assume these guys are the same as heritage's. They prefer bank transfer and you can avoid that fee. Uh, If you're going to be paying two or three percent of a half million dollar transaction, you know. That's something to think about. So it really comes down to your relationship with your bank. And like I said, investing isn't money. Investing is time and energy. It's a good idea if you're going to get into the super high game to invest time and energy into a banking relationship, into a face-to-face or phone call relationship with a banker that picks up the phone when you make a call. Then you can ask him stuff like, I'm about to do a $150,000 bank transfer with an outfit out of Texas or New York, out of state. you know, I'm I'm picking up uh, a collectible piece, and uh, I just want to make sure this wire transfer, this ACH, um, is going to go through. It's good to get on the phone before you do these high-end transactions. So, let's assume Comic Connect, Comic Link, and Heritage Auctions do not have any limits. I don't know if that means we can do million-dollar games, two, three, four, five million-dollar pieces, artwork, whatever. But I think the first call is the insurance company, the shipping company, and then the bank. So you want a good relationship with your banker. And if you can, get a commercial account with uh, FedEx UPS. That's another route. Um, And then insurance, I would look for a dealer account. And I would set yourself up as a, a reseller so you can get your... You know, seller's permit into the eBay system, heritage system, hopefully Comic Link and Comic Connect to avoid sales taxes, avoid credit card fees, and all that stuff. Um, Social media. Theoretically, social media has no limits, but wouldn't it be scary doing a $300,000 social media transaction to someone you've never met face to face for, you know, a big piece and you're going to pay PayPal? So, PayPal is going to move into cryptocurrency. So I'm thinking that they're going to be very aggressive on the high end because crypto is bringing in investors that, uh, you know, they're used to doing 10, 20, 30, 50, $100,000 investments. So if PayPal is moving towards a brokerage system, brokerage houses, um, I, I called TD Ameritrade. I have an account with them, full disclosure. Um, bought and sold, you know, six figures in stocks this year. I'm still down, but uh, I think I've have over $200,000 in transactions. But still, I cannot get an advisor to give me advice on the future. All they can advise is how to use the platform and pass transactions. They are not allowed to give you any licensed financial advice unless you get a special account. I think it's like uh, something like, 500 to750,000 dollars in wealth. Um, I don't know if that's an initial deposit, an average balance, but basically you need half a million to a million dollars in liquid to become a you know a high net worth managed wealth account with uh, Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade etc to be considered someone that can receive professional advice to talk to someone that has five screens in front of him eight to 12 hours a day and he looks at charts and he can tell you, well, I think this stock is going to do this in the future. They are not allowed to tell you that unless you have a special account. So we can assume that if PayPal is moving in the brokerage direction, maybe they're going to open up some tiers like that. But for right now on social media, all you have is PayPal friends and family. Um, and that sounds kind of risky to me for a fifty dollars to $100,000 deal. Um, so I looked up the general PayPal limits, and I assume these apply to credit cards, bank transfers, e-check, family and friends. If you don't have a PayPal account, apparently you can either send or receive money or receive money only. The limit would be four k. This is, again, late October 2020 and probably will change. But for today... If you're verified, it looks like you can go up to 60K. So it seems like the magic number in mid to high end is 40 to 60K. For the collect insure dealer account, you know, in the $500 range, I was able to get a policy that he recommended to save money at 40K. Uh, FedEx USPS, UPS 50K, and then PayPal 60K. So it seems like the sweet spot is 40 to 60K. If you want to start your eBay business, if you want to retire, start a side business. If you want to uh, open a uh, you know a virtual video game shop, I think forty to sixty k is a good sweet spot to hit for inventory, or maybe a hundred k where you're rotating forty to fifty in and out live. So in other words, you're sitting on half of it mid to long term, and then the other half you're. Uh, You're flipping, you're reselling, you're trading, you're advertising, you're getting attention on social media, etc. It looks like PayPal, at their own discretion, though, will limit transactions to 10 k And it doesn't say why or when. Um, And if you're unverified, you're basically limited. So that could be anything from not being able to send any funds to something like $2,000 a month, $500 a week. We don't know. PayPal does not define this explicitly. And I assume it comes down to that old Japanese saying, case by case. So it probably depends on how long you've been with PayPal, whether you have a personal, a business account, an unverified account, a verified account, how many credit cards, how many bank accounts, how many transactions coming in and out. Uh, I think financial history is key. That's why everybody says, you know, don't shut down your oldest credit card. Uh, don't don't close your oldest uh, bank account. You know, keep those relationships that have long history because history does play a part when you're talking about limits and financial transactions. So, talking about PayPal brings us to the the big elephant in the room and after listening this half-million-dollar game on Mario uh, almost uh, 29 years after I started uh, dealing collectibles and uh, 23 years after I joined eBay on an account that I set up uh, for one of my uh, stores and companies 10 years ago so this is a 10-year-old uh, selling account it's not just a buying account I've probably run a million buying through this account, and I don't know how much selling. Uh, it's got to be six, six to seven. It's not seven figures. I would say somewhere between a hundred. I don't actually know. Um, I could look that up, I guess, but I'm just not gonna do it right now because I have it clicked on the page about the selling limits, and this isn't about my sales. This is about selling limits, and uh, what I'm trying to say is this account. Um, You know, this account, for example, has 114 items. I have a $630,000 monthly limit. It looks like I have a 13.2 monthly limit. Um, And this all changed yesterday after listing the big boy. So, what I'm trying to say is that history obviously matters, positive feedback obviously matters. I'm thinking buying actually matters because I have another couple eBay accounts that were primarily selling only, and they have much lower. Uh, selling limits which doesn't make any sense so my my theory is that heavy buying on an eBay account actually helps your selling limits and there's some other things you can do to help your selling limits number one list something as large as possible because yesterday my selling limit was 1.6 million dollars Today, I log in 24 hours, less than 24 hours later, after listing the half million dollar piece that ate up a third of the limit, and eBay suddenly changed my selling limit to 13.2 million and says I can list 630,000 more items. Are you kidding me? I don't have 100 employees in a warehouse like Heritage. Um, This is a joke. Uh. It blew my mind, gave me a lot of ideas yesterday. I'm thinking about starting another company. Um, How am I going to use $13 million limit? Well, I guess that's $13 million video games if you're thinking super high-end. But that's not the point of this. The point is, if you have high-end, rather than listing 100 low-end pieces, you might want to experiment and list that high-end piece really high, like if you don't want to sell it, higher than really what your your price is going to be, and see if that changes the selling limits. I did not pay for bold listing or anything like that. I can't remember if I paid for promoted. I might have paid a little bit of promoted, but probably not. I think we did free shipping, um, maybe FedEx, and that's about it. Basic listing under video games. It was WADA um, 9.8 so number one list something big and check to see if that increases your selling limits number two if you have more than one seller account you can quote unquote raise your limits by linking the other more established seller account if your accounts can be linked you'll see that option when you select request higher selling limits in the monthly selling limit section of my eBay selling overview. So you basically click on selling and then there's a blue button under increase your selling limit, request a limit increase, which I don't need to do right now. Um, I assume right there it's going to ask you stuff like, uh, you know, how much do you need? What are you selling? Blah, blah, blah. So that is one option to increase your selling limits. You can also click on request a limit increase, even though you do not have a second account. I wouldn't do this in the first six months of a new account. I would probably try to buy as much as possible in year one if you're brand new to eBay and list as as high dollar as possible in year one and obviously items that are guaranteed to get 100% uh, positive feedback. So for example, uh, used games, sealed games, those have a chance at having uh, region code compatibility issues a uh, console compatibility issues, backwards compatibility issues. You know, my son didn't like the game. If it's something that people pop into a console, there's always a chance of a return. So you might want to start out with stuff that really doesn't get returned like WADA. they sure there's going to be buyer's remorse, but you can't open a WADA case and say it didn't work with my Xbox 360 because it was an old Xbox OG that wasn't compatible or something like that. Like I just got a return for a PAL game for a customer that didn't realize about region coding on GameCube is locked. So, you know, I'm going to have to send that into WADA because this is the second time that game came back. It's brand new sealed. Uh, you know, thank God the buyers didn't open it up. But uh, I would suggest buying as much as possible and listing high-end items. Um, for my account, full disclosure, it's been going for 10 years, 100% positive feedback. I've got 6,200 positive feedbacks. I don't know if that includes buying, um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty heavy buyer and a heavy seller, so I think eBay likes that. Um, it looks like I've got a thousand feedback in the last twelve months, so maybe it's something like uh, you know five hundred to thousand feedbacks uh, per year. It looks like I've received three thousand total as a buyer, uh, six thousand seven hundred total. Received as a seller's 3600 I guess the six, hmm, that doesn't seem to add up. So maybe it's going, you know, one year at a time. But uh, thousands of feedback is hard work, grit, perseverance through failure, uh, learning how to deal with customers, and always give customers a choice. When you have a situation with a customer, always give them a choice. Say, I'm very sorry, we made a mistake. Would you like a free game? Would you like a discount? Would you like to return it? Would you like a full refund? Would you like to do a larger deal? Think of as many possibilities as you can offer and always give the customer the choice. That's the secret to 100% positive feedback. Now, clearly eBay selling limits are really gonna be the problem if you're thinking about a side business, becoming a video game dealer, opening your own store, because without an eBay presence, It's kind of hard to be looked at as a business because you can't really just, I mean, sure you can open a Facebook shop now, an Instagram shop now, you can go on Amazon and Walmart, I'll talk about in just a second here, but to be really legitimate in the WADA graded high-end collectible game, collectibles across the board, you really need an eBay store, you really need a brand, you should have a personal brand, you should have an eBay store brand and when you start moving up the ranks going from $50 items, $100 items, $1000 items, $10,000 items and 30 years later, that's how long it took me, my first $100,000 item turned into a $500,000 item for somebody that's, you know, an investor that wants to stay anonymous um you never know. You might meet someone that's looking to clear out uh, you know, a uh uh an estate And they want to do it quietly, and they don't want their own eBay account. Maybe they want to use an established eBay account. That's another avenue for you. Like I said, time and energy invested into relationships can pay off like you can't believe. Thanks to a relationship I had, I was able to list the most expensive thing in my life. Just so happened that that day and that opportunity came along when... My video game shop was stuck at a limit of $60,000. How was I going to list a $100,000 game? I couldn't. So I checked the other account where I've been selling sports cards, coins, DVDs, CDs, uh, laptop computers, um, you know, accessories, electronics, uh, maybe some video games, sports games. I've been selling all kinds of things for 10 years. And I checked my limit at 1.6 million and I'm all, wow. I can list a $500,000 item. I can list a million dollar item. It changed my life and it doesn't happen overnight. What it means is that hard work pays off unexpectedly. So we're talking a decade of hard work here and we're talking, you know, I can go into a whole long trail of tears about how many eBay accounts, uh, you know, that I've actually blown up over the years and, and selling a store on eBay and And buying, you know, stuff for Japanese clients that I used to export in the late 90s, being a buyer only on eBay in the late 90s. I mean, I've done it all on eBay, but I never imagined to get to this stage. It wasn't planned. So um, I'm dropping this episode to help you plan your eBay store. If you want to hit that $50,000 mark and break through there, you're going to have to deal with selling limits. Let me get a drink of water. We got seven minutes left. so hopefully that's enough tips on selling limits I'm sorry I don't have 10 tips on eBay selling limits but um, I would be happy to coach you or consult with you you know send me a DM email call me text me I'd be happy to take a look over your eBay account and coach you how to get to the next level the other thing I want to mention with your eBay store is the limits on the final value fee now when you have an eBay store, quote unquote, you don't actually have to have an eBay store. You can list two hundred and fifty items if you're willing to spend the ten percent final value fee across the board. But if you're going to be listing items over thirty-five hundred dollars, it definitely makes sense to upgrade to a store. And if you want to save monthly, uh, if you want to save on the monthly fee, you can pay. Either yearly or monthly. If you pay month by month, it's going to end up being more than the yearly price. So there's two payment options there. You can charge it to a credit card automatically and save yourself a headache. Um, maybe even get some rewards. And I think for the first two or three tiers, um, the cap right now is 350. Which means if it's 10% final value fees, if you're selling a $5,000 games, $10,000 games. You want an eBay store that either caps those fees at $250 or $350 because on your first and second sale, you're going to have paid for the eBay store fees for the whole year. Because if you sell something for 10 you're going to get hit a grand in final value fees. Whereas if you had an eBay store, that would be you know knocked down to $350 or $250, you would have just saved $750 per $10,000 sale or $650 per $10,000 sale. You combine that with the insurance savings instead of insuring each of your packages, just one policy, either homeowner's blanket umbrella or something like collect-insure-dealer policy. And you're talking about saving thousands of dollars in fees and insurance, which is very important. And again, selling limits, 40 to 50 is a sweet spot. And I would say the other sweet spot and final value fees on the limit, the selling cap limit, would be the 350 to 250. So we're talking about 2,500 to 50,000 would be considered the sweet spot for mid to high end. And I think that's a good target. Um, in my, uh, retro game store, I'm basically targeting basically 10,000. So I have a insurance policy that insures up to, you know, $10,000, 400 to 10,000 signature required through collect insure. So, um, I don't get anything if you guys sign up with collect CollectInsure. I just think it's a really good uh, collectibles company because they have a dealer policy that covers shipping outbound globally. But uh, since the shipments are covered up to ten grand, that's kind of my sweet spot. So if I sell something at ten grand, I only get with a three hundred and fifty dollar final value fee. I don't have to pay for insurance. I just need to pay two thirty five for the signature for the USPS. So you know, rather than spending, let's say. Uh, Gosh, insurance would probably cost $100, the final value. Yeah, instead of getting hit with $1,100, if you didn't have an eBay store and you didn't have an insurance policy, I'm getting hit, you know, maybe $350. So I'm saving $600 per transaction. Now, if we're going to talk about super high-end, we have to do that in another episode. we got to talk about going above ten dollars which is a whole different ballgame. But the selling limits still apply. $350 is great. $250 is even better. Now, let's move on. we got a couple minutes left. We can blow through Amazon, Walmart, and Mercury. So, on your bottom end, you got Amazon. Now, Amazon, I'm having a lot of trouble. I'm trying to list uh, high-end water, mid, low-end water. actually. I'm trying low-end water now. And I'm listing it as collectible. It will not take as used because you'll just get buried. And in new, even though it's sealed, it won't take because you'll get a price alert and uh amazon and walmart have an artificial intelligence that scans the internet and tries to take a guess if your price is fair or not and when you start going above msrp which is 59.99 on most games when you start trying to list a game for 100 250 350 a thousand most likely you're going to get a price alert and uh i've found out on amazon that The best chance is to list it as collectible, and I highly recommend putting in the comment section something like, this "This collectible is not playable because it's encased in hard plastic, it's an investment-grade video game, graded and certified by WADA, etc. Spell it out. Make sure your buyers are clear on what they're getting because they're not getting a game they can play with. And most of the buyers on Walmart and Amazon and probably Mercury are going to be people looking to play the game. Unfortunately, at this time, the only collectibles category Amazon offers are coins, uh, sports cards, and I do believe movie memorabilia. So they do have higher selling limits in those three categories if you become a quote-unquote Amazon collectible dealer. It's actually a store that's part of Amazon, like the coin collectible store and the Comic books are thrown in there as well. I think part of movies, but you can become one of those dealers. You have to prove that you have inventory 70, 80% certified that you've been in business for a long time. You got to upload spreadsheets, your inventory. It's, it's comprehensive. But if you do want to raise your limits on uh, collectibles and Amazon, it's got to be, you know, sports cards, comics, and coins for right now. Games are out. Looks like I'm going to go over or wrap this up right now. Walmart, same deal. You can't list anything unless it's sealed. If it's sealed, if you go over, like, let's say, 100 bucks, it's going to get flagged. So Walmart's out. There are no possible options there. Mercury, from what I understand, has a $2,000 selling limit. So you might be able to do some lower-end WADA, $500, 1000 2000 Let me know. In the comments below, and try something new. Play life like a video game. Try a new platform. I just listed up eight of them. You know, you should be on all of them if you want to get serious about becoming a uh, a dealer, a reseller, a flipper, a businessman, whatever, a businesswoman. And make a few mistakes. Get through those. Apologize to your customers. Give them options, and become a master someday with that wisdom.